Us again.
be seated. Hey, at this time, we're going to ask Christy to come up. Figure out where she is next. And so Christy's on her way. Uh, she actually runs our guest services area. And so if you were blessed by her today when you were coming in or her team, I know she would put the attention on them because she has a phenomenal team that helps her each week make sure that you feel welcome, right? And if you guys could hand her a microphone, one of those, that would be great. And so she's going to give a testimony on how God has been at work in the giving area of our church and how God has blessed us with our time, our talent, and treasure. Good morning, church family. How many of you look at reviews when you're deciding where you want to eat or what you want to buy? Yeah, yep. a lot of us. Yep. Why do we do that? Why do we trust reviews? Right, so another person said it. So that's why our testimonies are so important. They're like Google reviews for God because it lets us be able to, the people believe it because it's us saying it. Um, I just want to share some of the ways that God's been moving in our team of guest services and that they serve of their time and their resources. Um, recently, um, you may have been blessed if you're a lady and been in the restroom. There were some volunteers that gave up their time on a Sunday afternoon to paint the bathroom so that it looks a little bit more updated. So we're very grateful for that. Um, there's also another member of our team that just willingly buys um, decorations. We've been kind of slowly uh, revamping some of the areas of the church, and this person will not take any reimbursement um, at all. Just that They just use their own money and their own time to, to buy the stuff and then to hang the stuff and to do the different things. So we're very grateful for that as well. And then we have another member of our team that faithfully shows up early every Sunday morning before even I get here, and they do the coffee bar, and they make sure everything, the supplies are restocked so that we can have hospitality for everyone, and then making sure the sanctuary is set. And then our newest member of our team is actually sending out uh, little cards to uh, first-time guests just a little extra touch to let them know we're really grateful that they were here with us. So there's so many ways that um, guest services is sharing their time and their talents. Um, one of the other ways I wanted to share is um, as far as just giving of financial resources. Uh, Eric and I have been tithing for many years. We just were tested many years ago and the faithfulness of just not looking at the numbers that don't add up and just to, to ignore that and just trust God. And as he did that, um, every time we've been asked or put on our heart to give above and beyond that tithe, we can go back to that faithfulness that the Lord just, um, he will provide. We don't have to look at a number. We just have to pray about it. And I'm always so amazed that when we pray, it's always like, who's going to go first? What do you think that God's telling us to give? And it's always so close. And we usually end up somewhere in the middle, but it's not like it's miles apart. So I just want to encourage you all is that as you give your time and your resources and your talents to God, that he will use them in mighty ways. And I pray that he blesses you all. So one of the things that we've been asking you to think about, to consider, to pray about uh, during this series is a sacrificial gift. Now, if you're a guest, this is not for you, so I don't want you to feel pressured, uh, but the church family has been praying, I hope, for the last eight weeks about a sacrificial gift that they could give. Now, why did we ask the church to give a sacrificial gift during the Make Me Like series? We did that because of a couple reasons. One, there's actual boilers that are broke at this church that need to be repaired, but they're the last item that we haven't been able to repair that was part of our emergency fund. If you 
you've never done Dave Ramsey's course, by the way, I recommend it. And you'll learn that you have to have an emergency fund when emergencies happen. And so the church has drained the emergency fund doing all the repairs. That's the only one we haven't been able to do. And so that was one of the reasons we connected that to the series. And we asked people to give a one-time sacrificial gift ever praying, and then potentially to give a monthly offering starting in January that's above their normal gift to help with that. The other reason is God shows up all the times in ways that we can't imagine. Like when he actually came to us and said, plant a new church in Mardell. And we're like, okay, how do we do that? And we use the funds that God already had here. Now there were people at the time, especially other pastors that said, you need to ask the church every time you do something like that for money. And I'm like, I'm just not about that. Let's wait till the emergency fund is depleted. And then when it's depleted, we can ask our church then to step up and then reimburse it or reinvigorate the fund. And so that's why we've been doing this. I wanna share a brief story with you how God's moved in this. And I want you to hear something that's very important when we talk about giving sacrificially, which you just heard Christy talk about. Giving sacrificially is never about money. Hear me. Whether it's of your time, your talent, or your treasure, it's always about creating space for God to move and God to surprise you, which is why if you haven't prayed, and I know Bucky's gonna kill me for saying this since he's the chair of finance. If you have not prayed and you have not heard from the spirit of God, do not give today. Because the gift is not what's important. It's the movement of God's spirit. And so I'm gonna give you a chance just in case, Bucky, don't kill me. I am gonna give you a chance to pray right now to see if you can hear the voice of God and, and what he may ask you to give. But I wanna give you the story of what happened in my life because we don't ask you to do anything that we don't do. And so you all know that Sue and I had saved up for a while to put a deck on the back of our house. Some of you know the story. And when we prayed together, here's what God said to us. Larry, give me the deck. I went to my wife and I said, God, I think said this and my wife said, yep, I've been praying with you and I'm confirming it. God said, give him the deck. So we wrote the check a few weeks ago during the series. We put it in our normal offering box and we said, it's yours. And then a buddy of mine says, hey, didn't you just buy a new gun? Now don't judge me for this. I'm like, yeah, and I really didn't need it, but it was such a good deal because one of the guys here at the church, his dad had passed away and he was getting rid of these. And I said, um, are you up for a barter? And he said, yeah, and he's a construction guy. And he said, I'll tell you what, I just ripped off a deck last year, all composite, you need to power wash it, but I'll give you all the top of the deck and I'll donate my labor for free. This is after I gave the next day. And then I, so then I sent a text to a friend of ours here at this church, the Dukes, and I said, hey, I need some wood for the bottom part of this deck can you let me know how much I need to save up? Because I still like to at some point do this for my wife. And I said, here's what I need. And um, I got a text back from Scott and he said, send me your address, which I thought was for the quote. I said, here's my address. And then my wife calls me and says, did you buy that wood? And I'm like, no, well, it's here. <laughs> and I come to find out uh, the Dukes called me up and they texted me and said, look, we just felt like the Lord said to give you that wood. Now, here's why I tell you that. Not to tell you that that's exactly what God's gonna do in your life. We prayed, we felt the Holy Spirit tell us what to give. We responded to that gift and then God showed up in all of these different people's lives as a result. That's what I mean when I say make space for God 
to move. So in just a second, we're going to take up this offering. Now, how it's going to work, if you're uh, someone that attends this church, your normal offering will go in the normal offering box in the back. That's what we always do. We had to look for the offering plates. We didn't know where we'd put them because this church normally doesn't take up an offering. We normally just have people that support the church put their offering in the back box. So we found them. Pastor Danny dug them out from somewhere. You'll have to ask him later. Oh, Miss Bonnie's desk. Yeah, he found them there. Okay, that's where they were. And so I'm going to ask our deacons to come up. Some of our deacons are represented. And they're going to pass the plates. We've also got some plates up there. But as they come, you'll find that around you is this card. So if God told you to give a one-time gift, you're going to put it separately in this plate. Your normal offering for Sunday will go in the box before you leave. This card is a special card. Let me tell you why it's special. There's been times in my life that I am dirt broke. Anybody else there? Yeah, and you're dirt broke. And when you're in that place, you don't even have the ability to what you want to give to a, a one-time gift, but you can't. This is one of the reasons why we do this part of the campaign. So this is a special offering that you'll give either weekly, monthly, or however God leads you. And what we do with this is we add this to the total for the campaign because it still gets us to move forward to forward God's vision. Now, let me show you how this works. If you pray in a moment, we're gonna give you a chance to pray during the songs. Don't pass, don't pass the plates to the end of the song. Just wait there for a second. But when you hear the song, you're listening and praying, maybe God does something as simple as this. And I just want you to know how God can move. Maybe God says, hey, that cup of coffee you get every week, don't get it. And that's a big deal for you. Remember, the widow's might was not about the amount. It was about the prayer life and the sacrifice. And God says, give five bucks a week. And if God does that, then you put five bucks a week down on the card. You put that in the offering plate. The way that works out, think about it. That gets multiplied five times, times the month, times two years, which will start this offering in January. That's when we'll start actually collecting for it. But if everybody in God's family did something small like that, God could advance God's kingdom the way he wants in this special way. We do this especially for people I know that you're like, I'm just not at a place where I can give a big offering like that. She's, look, she's excited. She's headed for baptism. She's not splitting on the offering. All right, don't think that. <laughs> she's ready for her baptism. So we're gonna play a song to help you. As we play this song, I want you to prayerfully consider what is God asking you to do with this and is God asking you to give a one-time offering? If he does, please respond to the Holy Spirit when he's asking you. If there's a story behind your gift, do not leave or let me go without knowing that story. Whether you need to email it to me, grab me so we can pray about it, because I want to hear how God is moving among God's people, especially in this area of giving. Amen? So I'll pray. After we pray, you guys give some consideration of what God's asking you to do, and then our deacons will pass those plates, and then we'll take up that offering, special offering. This is only for the Make Me Like series, and at the end of that, we'll tally that. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we offer this to you for no other purpose than to advance your kingdom. You've asked us to give sometimes sacrificially, as Christy said, above what we normally give. And so we've, we've built up to this moment over the last eight weeks. And Lord, I, I know that your people are faithful and I know that your people are generous. And Father, as you move with your spirit among your people for this special offering, respond to them as they respond to you. We're making space for you to surprise us with our time and our talent and our treasure as we offer it to you. Tell us what you would like us to do so that we can respond by faith. And as we respond by faith, 
Father, move in the lives of each and every person here. And may your good news be the end result that's shared with a world that desperately needs it through church planting, through revitalization, and through renewing this building so that it can be here for a whole other generation. In Jesus' name, amen.
going, right? We're not done yet. Liz is, I think, making her way into the baptistry slowly, but it's okay. We said she needed a little extra help getting there. You want to come up to get some more pictures? It's okay. Give you a chance to get in position. And so as she's making her way there, we want to talk to a little bit about uh, her story. So uh, Liz started coming with her uh, daughter and they started serving in guest services. And that's kind of their initial connection to the church. In fact, they're actually joining a growth group where they're getting involved inside of the actual guest services team as that team expands. And so when I asked her, I'm like, who would you like to do your baptism? She said, I really like Pastor Danny. It's okay. I said, that's all right. She said, Pastor Danny just got a personality and just a way of presenting things. I like his real direct way. And we were praying about how to help Liz with her baptism. We thought about having it actually down in Salisbury at the YMCA because Kevin actually is a fundraiser for the Y so that we can make an easier transition to get in the pool. But she said, I want to be baptized with my church family. I want to be baptized here at the church. Yeah, so... So we need a little bit of extra time, so that's okay. And that's why I want to give you a little bit more of her story as we make sure we had. Actually, you know what we did? It was kind of funny, not ha-ha funny, but I called up the fire department here to get a special chair. And uh, I couldn't get back a hold of them. And she said, I don't need it. Just give me a couple big dudes that can get me in there and I'll be fine. <laughs> so that'll give you a little bit more of a story of just how kind of a feisty lady she is, which is one of the reasons she's like that. So... All right, look at that. All right, here she is. Church family, here is Liz. Say hi. So when she was in um, the class that we do, if you've never taken Gathering with Grace, um, she was in the Gathering with Grace class, and she's watching um, people that whole time as the guest services be baptized. And then she finally put everything together. And she said, you know what I've been watching? I've been watching all these people make a personal decision to be baptized. And she said, I realized I haven't had a chance to do that. She figured out believer's baptism on her own before she even got to the class. Right, Liz? Yep. Ready? Liz, you want to let everybody here know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Based on your public profession of faith in the Lord's command, we baptize you as our sister in Christ in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, buried with Christ in baptism. Nice and slow. Yep. And raised to walk in a new life. face that's worth it that's worth it for the whole day right there yeah hey when we have one more testimony we want to give you again our values are gathering growing giving and going and going is where we go missionally and we engage the community around us so i've asked karen if she would come come on and share her story recently of how god's been at work in the area of going missionally as a church and so jake's got a cool mic for you there okay oh Hi, <laughs> my name is Karen, um, and something about me is I'm a big introvert, 
And so sometimes going is a little hard for me. Like when Pastor Larry asked me, he had to ask me a couple times because <laughs> I'm a little introverted and everything. But sometimes all we have to do is give God our yes. And over this past year, even, I've just, I went to Puerto Rico. I've taken leadership positions in this church and with Young Life and, and just in this other group called Chrysalis. And it's amazing, really, how God brings communities and just different types of people together for his mission. Like, all you have to do is give him your yes. You just have to be willing to offer yourself as a sacrifice for him, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel or even if you don't want to do it in the moment, God's got a plan for you, and he has a plan for each and every one of us. So um, recently with this chicken barbecue, I was like, oh, I have to wake up so early in the morning, and it starts at 6 to get ready, and I'm not an early morning person, but just seeing the different types of people who came out to come, just get food, hear about the church, there's so many people who are surprised just on the different like how diverse we were as a church and just you know people speak different languages and everything like that it's just when you go and you see what God has to do for you you just you're amazed at what he can do and what he's done So one of the ways that we try to make um, our go opportunities available to you, in case you ever missed it, is on Sundays, there's, four, there's two desks out there with four different of the values. So you've got gather, grow over here, you've got give and go. So every week when you're here, make sure you read the bulletin. I can't tell you how many times people say, I didn't know that was happening. And I ask, did you read the bulletin? Well, no, we don't, I don't like print. Okay, I get it. Well, did you watch the video that comes out every week? No. Well, did you read the email that Ruth sent out? No. And I'm like, okay, these are the three ways we try to effectively communicate with you. But even if those don't work, stop by the Go Desk every week and just say, what's going on? Where are you guys going missionally? How can I engage? Last, uh, this, this past Saturday, a whole group came out. And if you like chainsaws and you like wood and you like sap, which I don't, um, then it was a good day for you, okay? You came back covered and smelling really good uh, like pine. And so there's all kinds of things that God's doing missionally at our church. We're going to stand and sing one more song. And then my hope is by the time we finish our song, our count team will be done and they'll be able to come back and tell us what you all were able to do sacrificially with your gift, and then we'll put that in and be able to celebrate. That's my hope, that we'll be able to celebrate what God did. Amen? So let's, I think we got enough time. Jake, you said, let's sing this whole song. I think we've got time, so let's stand and let's talk about that God can do anything we need him to do. Thank you. 
Should be quick. Does anybody know if our counters have gotten a count yet? Because I have no idea. I'm on the stage and completely blind and in the dark. No? Here they come. Wait a minute. I see Danny. I see Danny on the move. I, yeah, I let Danny do it. What, Wes? You don't. Hey, listen, Danny's done Financial Peace University. Okay, so let me put those two in, then I can tell you where we are. Um, as a church family. Give me one second. All right. I actually was prepared. I did take a college course on Excel. No joke. <laughs> okay, hold on. So that's okay. Then pledge. Okay, hold on. Give me one second, church family. I'm almost there. Oh, wait a minute. They gave me two. They wanted to throw me a surprise and see if I could do the math. In Excel, that means you use an equal sign. <laughs> so give me one sec. I'm going to put it in, then I'll give you the number. And then we can celebrate together what God did during this campaign. I could say somebody got a testimony, but I know Wes would pop up and say something crazy. Am I right? All right, church family. So uh, drum roll. Right? How you doing? Okay. So here's what you've raised over the two-year period. You've raised $86,225, church family. That's all you. So amen. Thank you very much. Let's pray over what God did. Thank God. And remember, 
Um, if you still feel like the Holy Spirit's leading you to give to this, it's okay. Just let me know. We'll send out. We had a lot of people that were missing today that were traveling. And I know that God may even add to that number, but we're going to use every single cent to advance the kingdom of God for the glory of God, that Jesus might be known across this entire area and the whole world. Amen? So let me pray for you. And thank you all that give faithfully because you all make a big difference. You can still give your offering in the back. And by the way, don't forget to do your connect card. Tell me how to pray for you. Tell me what's happening to your family. You can put that also in the offering box as we read those every week. All right? Let me pray for you. Let's thank God. Father in heaven, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the faithfulness of your people. Thank you that when there's a need, you always rise to meet it, that there's nothing ever um, out of your reach. There really is nothing that you can't do. Father, our greatest hope and prayer for each and every person here and the families represented is they would know Jesus, they would know his goodness, and they would know how loved they are. May they leave this place, each and every person. Father, I especially pray for the children that have been in the back today the ones that have been being explained the good news of the gospel, of who Jesus is. And I pray that they would leave also filled in their heart to share what Jesus has done. And I thank you for those that have volunteered today, that have given their lives, that others might be able to enjoy the service. We thank you.